What's happening, everyone? This is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and welcome to another episode of We Nation Podcast, where we bring you uh, pretty much interviews and discussions from people doing wonderful things around family music, children's music, education, and all. And We Nation Radio is a part of We Nation well, We Nation Podcast is a part of We Nation Radio, and We stands for Watoto Entertainment and Education. Remember that Watoto is a Swahili word for children, and so we bring you the best in family-friendly global beats for little feet. We have a 24-7 online children's music radio station where we stream R&B, hip-hop, funk, jazz, reggae, go-go, calypso, world music, and more. And we're pretty much, uh, as we always say, so, uh, often say, that we are the musical voice for black children and beyond. So go to wenationradio.com for more information. Follow us. Um, you can listen to music at any particular time. There's Right now there's no commercials. Uh, and it's just some great family music that we don't dumb down. We bring it straight to you as is. And as we mentioned, one of the genres that we focus on is go-go music. Have you ever heard of go-go music? Well, we're going to talk a lot about that today with our guest that we have coming to us from Washington, D.C. She's the Associate Director of Teaching for Change, and we're going to talk about what they are doing in general, but also specifically what they're doing in the District of Columbia and beyond for, uh, I guess, focusing on go-go music. Please um, welcome to our We Nation podcast, the one and only Keisha. I always mispronounce your last name. Is it Saran? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Saran is fine. (laughs) Welcome. Let's welcome Keisha Saran, Associate Director of Teaching for Change to We Nation podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yes. So, you know, you got to tell us a little bit about what is Teaching for Change. Right, right. So Teaching for Change is a local nonprofit here in Washington, D.C., Um, We are focused on building social justice starting in the classroom, and we have been around for over 30 years, working uh, primarily in K-12 education, supporting educators, both teachers and parents, um, in the classroom and formerly at home, um, to engage in ways that we can build just communities. So a lot of our work uh, creates opportunities for educators to expand their teaching curriculum, utilizing our resources, two of our um, national programs or um, programs that reach more of a national scope are socialjusticebooks.org, which allows for us to curate book lists that are centered on a multicultural lens um, and primarily for children and young adult readers. And then also our Zen Education Project, which is co-directed by Rethinking Schools. And so our Zen Education Project is um, big philosophy is teaching outside of the textbook and really owning and teaching people's history. So named after Howard Zinn um, and being able to continue to celebrate what it means to add to the historical narratives that are not always taught in education. Are you talking about the Howard Zinn? The Howard Zinn, yes. (laughs) History of of America. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So how long long have you been working there and what what do you do in, in your position as associate director? Yes, so I actually just started in January of this year. And so I, um, yesterday was actually my seven months being in the role. And as associate director, part of my work and responsibility is helping to support our organization in terms of its operations, our systems and processes, 
Um, so I do a little bit of everything when it comes to kind of like the back end of our organization. I'm helping to support our partnerships um, and relationships that we have with other organizations, corporate sponsors, and then things like we partner a lot and do our work in act action with DC public schools. Um, and so, and also with the Smithsonian museums and other um, organizations that are centering around continued education and outreach. So a lot of everything. <laughs> right. So let's talk a little bit more. Let, let's talk a little bit more about um, specifically how I even came to work with you all. And that is focusing on go go music. Talk about uh, how you how teaching for change got involved in that and what you're doing uh, in the school systems related to teaching children about the music. John. Yeah. So like I mentioned, we are local to D.C. And so one of our outfits is um, place based work through our D.C. area educators for social justice. And in that space, we work with DC area educators, so both in the Washington DC area, and then also Maryland and Northern Virginia. And we have a network of educators that we support through professional development, um, additional outreach with working groups, we host events um, and other opportunities for them to come together and convene and build community. And one of the big pieces that we um, tend to center, particularly with the DC area, is uplifting things that are happening in the DC community. And so one of those outlets is our Teach the Beat program. And what that does is it brings GoGo into the classroom. And the way in which it does that is we partner with local GoGo artists and we connect with DC public schools right now because we're primarily funded through DC grants. And so we bring GoGo artists into the classroom to teach not only the musical instruction, but also the history around GoGo. Um, continuing to advance, as you probably know, and um, enjoy the celebration of really encouraging young generations of DC residents to understand what the, the full history of GoGo is and has been, um, and really embracing the celebration, the community, and the culture of GoGo music. And so for me, not being a DC native um, and not native to the DMV holistically. Um, it's been really great to get to know about this genre of music and this art form. And it's been great to also see it just so up close and personal um, with through the artists like yourself and through artists like Juju House and Sweet Cherie um, and others who just really have a passion for being in the classroom because it's where they started. Um, but then also being able to continue to celebrate their art form as well. So where are you from? I'm originally from Ohio. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A good friend of mine from Cleveland is going to be glad to hear that <laughs> right now. Um, and so uh, talk a little bit now, if, if schools want to learn more about what you're doing for uh, GoGo and how you're even doing it, and I'll talk a little bit about the program we got coming up on September 18th, uh, where can they go? Where, where can they go to learn more about that? Yeah, so you can head to thebeatisgogo.com. Um, at thebeatisgogo, you can find resources like lessons that we um, facilitate. So we have a couple of lessons that we have posted there. We also have resources, including the Uncle Devin show um, posted there as well to continue to engage educators, especially for those educators who are not from the DMV area, um, being able to also grow your knowledge and wisdom and understanding around GoGo and then making it a little bit more accessible. Um, so we break down different videos. We just actually did a really great three-part series with DC Public Library called GoGo Sound of Summer. And that has been able to 
add a little bit more um, for instructional video for like middle and high school students, um, but then also really engaging just on the history, music, you get to see like Juju and Sugar Bear. I mean, watching them geek out and like just have their moment um, preparing for the, the footage was just really awesome and incredible to be at. And one, we got to film that set at the MLK Library in downtown DC. And so being in that space and then getting to just watch these men do their craft and have fun doing it was just really pretty incredible. Um, so I digress a little bit, but on the, <laughs> but um, it goes on, right? Um, and so, yeah, you can find videos like our GoGo Sound of Summer. You can also find um, access to our classroom visits and see a little bit more about the work that we've done in classrooms. Uh, this past year, we were able to also bring those classroom visits virtually and responding to um, DC public schools um, at at home or hybrid experiences. It was also great to be able to be in the classroom, especially being a new team member and really getting to see students engage and enjoy the music and learn how to beat the congos and uh, just dance and show us their dance skills and learn the call and response and sing to sardines and pork and beans and just have that vibe was just really awesome. And we're looking to expand our resources. So if there's lessons that educators are doing in their classrooms, we'd love to shout them out and have those posted. Um, but we are looking to continue to engage at thebeatisgogo.com. Great. And, you know, for me, um, I finally feel at home. I think I shared with that with you all before. I've been a teaching artist for close to 10 years now. And uh, I've been you know, doing work around the country. But for me to really finally be uh, be able to use go-go music, uh, a, a music that was very important to me starting from junior high school on, and you mentioned Juju House and, and Sugar Bear, I mean, th those are the people I grew up um, mimicking. So they did their job in getting this to where we are, and now I feel like people like myself, and we're going to talk a little bit about Matt Miller and others, it's our job now to take it back to the children, because that's right. the one thing that go-go did not do a good job of is connecting it with children. So a lot of children in DC don't even know what go-go music is. And so um, so with that, I'm glad to be partnering with um, Teaching for Change for this workshop that we have, which is Think Local, Crank Global, go-go uh, workshop for educators. We've already done one. I had so much fun. This is a two and a half hour session where uh, we, we, we walk you through um, many different things, including how to take something from nothing. Because really, go-go music really comes from that. Um, and it was used to solve a problem. So we will show you how to use this in your classroom to solve problems and how to connect uh, one lesson with the other and so many, many more. So we have this one coming up September 18th, 2021. Tell everyone how they can uh, learn more about this. Yeah, so you can go to, oh, which one can they go to? <laughs> if you check out the DC Area Educators for Social Justice, we have our event page that you can um, access the, the September 18th date and sign up there. Um, you can also tweet us at DC Area Educators for Social Justice or shoot us an email at info at teachingforchange.org and we'll be happy to answer that question as well. Um, but I just, again, want to echo, it was really great to have you be part of that experience. And you're right, I think when we talk a little bit more about the history of GoGo -Go and what gets missed, I think there was so much tension that was um, 
targeted towards go-go music that the sad part is thinking about the fact that go-go started with the younger generation in dc and there's so much of that history that has gotten missed of seeing these incredible now adults but they were in local middle schools they were in local high schools and they were part of the music classes and bands and that's how they really started to engage in this work and i think um having that be the story that continues to be told um, and having young people see an entry point for themselves as well is something that's important and also it allows for us to kind of claim back the history and culture that was go-go you know like i moved to dc and i know go-go music because i remember at 10 o'clock at night the certain radio station it would change over and i'm like what is this um and i had to ask a couple people and that's how i kind of learned a little bit more about go-go um i spent time in the bay area so that beat kind of like reminds me of hyphy music and the bay area beat a little bit and so it's just also nice to see the translation and I don't want to say metamorphosis, but like just the iterations of the way that music continues. And, um, you know, in, in your workshop, when you talk about the way that music can be used as a way to communicate, like you can still hear that same trend in the different genres. And there's some tie back to go-go or go-go has some tie back to other genres. And so it's nice to hear those nuances when you're, you're listening to the music. Absolutely. And that to me is, you know, it is about the communication. And, and for those who may just have t- tuned in, you're listening to uh, We Nation podcast. I'm Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. And we have uh, Keisha Saran, uh, if I pronounced that right, associate director with Teaching, Teaching for Change. Uh, and we're just talking about the wonderful programs that they offer, including information about the beat is gogo.com. And you had mentioned, um, uh, we talked about the social media site, DC. A-E-S-J, and I want to make sure that for those who are listening, you can just uh, follow them at uh, D-C-A-E-S-J. And what does that stand for again? Yeah, so that's D.C. Area Educators for Social Justice. And so it's our network for D.C. Area Educators, so D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia Educators for Social Justice. You can find out more about our working groups, um, any additional activities that we might be hosting And so depending on when y'all hear this message, we are doing Days of Action as part of the Zen Education Project, Black Lives Matter at School and the African-American Policy Forum um, to encourage educators and community to come around educators teaching the truth and pledging to teach the truth. And so actually um, this weekend, August 27th through the 29th, um, in collaboration with the 58th anniversary of the March on Washington, and the March for Voting Rights that's happening this year, we are encouraging educators um, and community to come out and really show support for educators who are pledging to teach truth as the school year kicks back up. And and we're gonna be also participating on social media, putting information out about that. And so um, I'm so glad to hear about that. It's so, so important. And you know, uh, you forwarded me an email from a teacher after my last workshop uh, who really lit up when I talked about a single that I have out called uh, Go Go Fun Day. And it centers around Easter Monday. And just to show you how, you know, we just use music. All music is about communication. But in this particular song, I talked about how Easter Monday and the history of Easter Monday in D.C. uh, is connected to uh, the fact that 
1878, the White House started the Easter egg war, but, uh, but blacks weren't allowed to go. Right. But instead, instead of getting sad, we all got together and went to the National Zoo. And for over 100 years, this has been going on in the city. Now, I believe that it just recently stopped, I know, five, six, seven years ago, however long ago, uh, some, there were some shootings there at the zoo during that time period. Uh, but I, do, I, I, I still believe that that should not be the reason why we stop it. That just means as a community, we got to come back, come together and, and create the proper uh, social net circle uh, around our children. So you're going to be hearing more about that, but we're going to use go-go music again as a tool to bring about social justice. And that's really what it's all about. That's why you mentioned sardines and pork and beans. All those songs were really a social justice and, and speaking of the conditions that people were going through in the city. And so right. I can't wait for that. Um, and so again, we, uh, uh, we have your social media uh, also at Teaching Change. Uh, so if you go there and follow it, make sure you follow it. Uh, do you, that's also a YouTube page. That's where they can go and watch videos. Or is that only just these? I believe that's Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, so the at Teaching Change is only on um, Twitter. And then we do have it on Facebook as well, yes. And then the DC Area Educators is on Twitter as well. Our um, Zen Education Project and Social Justice books you'll find on Instagram also. Now, I didn't ask you, do you have any arts or humanities background in yourself? <laughs> I do not. I mean, I feel like a lot of us have a little bit of creative in us, right? But I think it's more of the passion. So right. I just love music and love how it brings people together. So let me ask you this. This will be the last question that, that we can wrap up with. If there's some young people watching this and they want to get into um, arts administration, sort of what you're doing, what, would you, what advice would you give them? What, how, what should they do to get involved in this? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, honestly, I think the part is like, take your passion where your passion is leading you. Ask questions of individuals who are in the seats that you um, might see some synergy in, but then also paint your own path. I think the things that we recognize about, you know, music in general or creative arts in general is that a lot of, um, I mean, you talk about it in the workshop, how people make their own instruments and name them what they want to be named. And so the same that if there's a pathway that young people are seeking to engage in, or there's a role that they haven't yet seen lived out, dream it up and and chart your way towards it because somebody's gonna need that breakthrough. Um, and sometimes we do have to be our own pioneers. So I definitely think just continue to ask the questions of those who are uh, ahead of you and also ask the questions of those who are behind you because what you're building is going to be for the generations that come after you and you're only gonna know how great or how successful it could be if you are pulling their ear <laughs> and having them be part of laying the groundwork also. Well, one thing, and I'll also tell young people this all the time, that for every artist that you see that may be in the limelight, there are probably two or three other people who made them, uh, helped them to get to that place. They're managers, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're contractors, they're engineers. And so, so much more work is done behind the scenes than right. the people that you see in front of the scenes. So just consider all that. There's so many ways that you can be a part of the arts without even playing an instrument or singing a song. Uh, and so, and you know, and if any of you all have any questions or concerns, or even you want to learn things more about that, make sure you reach out to Teach to Be. You can reach out to uh, Keisha, uh, at, at, again, Associate Director at Teaching for Change. And the site, again, is at Teaching Change. They would love to hear from you. 
and I want to thank you for doing what you're doing and, and making it so comfortable for me here in my home city to really uh, contribute the way I love to do so. So thank you so much, and I wish you all nothing. Oh, no, no, I guess it is one other quick question. If <laughs> schools in Maryland and Virginia are listening and they <laughs> want to participate, how can they participate? Yeah, so if schools in Maryland and Virginia are listening, we obviously recognize that GoGo goes beyond just DC <laughs> center city. Um, and so we would love to find ways to engage with y'all. So send us a tweet, um, send us an email. We'd be happy to connect with y'all and just see where it goes. But um, particularly Maryland, we know that a lot of our artists are um, in Prince George's County. So we definitely want to be able to spread the, the roots a little bit more there also. So help us out, let us know what y'all need and we'll be happy to try to connect and build something. Great, so no matter where you are, Maryland, Virginia, DC or beyond, reach out to Teachers for Change. Thank you so much, Keisha, for what you're doing and I look forward to working with you and we look forward to our September 18th uh, show, Think Local, Crank Global, <laughs> go-go workshop for educators. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. And for those of you all, thank you for being a part of this. I meant to share uh, their, their website. Uh, this is Teaching for Change. You can, again, go to The Beat is Go-Go, uh, where they're bringing the distinctive DC sound of Go-Go into the classroom. So make sure that you uh, go and follow them and, and support this. So look, I'm Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. Thank you for being an awesome audience. You know, we, this is so much fun. Again, you can follow us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Hey Google, Amazon Alexa, where you can listen to our 24-7 family music. I mean, the only children's music that caters to these genres that focuses on children in the black community. This is the only one in the country. So you need to go and tune it in, listen, and I guarantee you, you're going to hear music that you say, you know what, that may be for children, but I know I like it because we got a lot of adults that listen to it without their children. <laughs> That's how good this, the music is. So tune into that. Uh, and then you can also find our podcast uh, wherever uh, most podcast platforms are, um, you know, from whether it's iTunes or Google Play or what have you. You can follow us there. So this is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. Thank you again for, for being here. And as I always say, life is a drum. So beat it. This is brought to you by the...